The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast, uh, week five upon us in the NFL. Uh, first of all, I'd like to apologize to all of my listeners. Uh, I've been doing a terrible job of getting podcasts out in this entire NFL season, and uh, you guys deserve better than that, and I'm going to try to do my best in the next 10 weeks of the season, the remaining 10 weeks of the season, to try to get a podcast out every week, and I'm going to try my best to do that. And this week, uh, we have... Uh, Six uh, exciting games to get into, but first, uh, for most teams, we're going to take a look at uh, the first quarter of the season. For most teams, the first quarter of the season is already ended for them, and uh, a lot of uh, ex- exciting uh, teams to look at, a lot of surprises, a lot of disappointments so far, and joining me to take a look at all this, uh, Reshit, how are you, sir? What's up, my nigga? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well. Uh Really busy, but uh, looking forward to these games. So uh, a quarter of the season has uh, gone through for most of these teams. Uh, uh, so far, who has been, in your opinion, the most surprising team in the NFL? Uh, it's a little tough, but uh, I think I got to go with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, you got Teddy Bridgewater going off for the season, then AP going down, most likely done for the season, and now they're they're looking like one of the the top teams in the NFC, if not the top team. Okay, definitely. Uh, for me, I mean, uh, the Vikings, I thought they would be a playoff team. For me, it's got to be the Philadelphia Eagles so far. Uh, I definitely had zero expectations for them uh, going into the season. I thought they'd be a below 500 team, a 6-7 win team most likely. But uh, they've only played three games so far, but they especially – impressed me a lot in their last, their most recent game against Pittsburgh and they just put an absolute pounding on the Steelers and they I think they held the Steelers who is one of the best probably the best if not one of the best if not the best offenses in the league so probably about what seven ten points so I mean that's gonna be I mean super surprising to me on the other end of the spectrum uh a couple disappointing teams uh that were really good last year. Arizona, two and three so far. Carolina Panthers, one and three so far. So, uh, who has been the most disappointing team for you in the first quarter of the season? Uh, that, that's definitely Carolina, uh, one and three right now with a Monday night game without Cam now and going to the Super Bowl. It doesn't even look like they're going to make the playoffs this year. Okay, I probably definitely have to agree. I mean. It's you're kind of splitting hairs between Carolina and Arizona so far, but it's definitely got to be Carolina. Uh, they probably they blew an opening night victory that a game that they should have won. Then they beat a, a very terrible San Francisco team that they almost kind of let back in that game as well. And then they got manhandled by the Vikings. So just been very disappointing for them so far and. Cam Newton injured now, so it's going to be a uphill battle for them. And 
Atlanta looks like to to be the class in that division so far. But uh, with that uh, with that being said, we'll get into our scorching six for week five. The first game we're going to take a look at the red hot uh, Philadelphia Eagles coming off a of bye week and coming off an absolute pounding of the field of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Excuse me, like I mentioned, and uh, Pennsylvania mania is very rampant in uh, Philadelphia. They're going into Detroit, laying three and a half points. Uh, what do you think about this game? Uh, it's a tough one. Uh, Detroit plays well at home, but I still like Philly, the hot team, and uh, good defense. The Lions' defense is terrible. I am expecting a high-scoring game, but I got Philadelphia winning it by a touchdown, 28-21. Okay, so yeah, this is a t- really tough one right here. I mean, I'm not sure if I'm entirely sold on Carson Wentz just yet. I mean, he's played... Uh, Two, uh, three games. I mean, he he's been impressive uh, in probably all three. I would say, uh, but I don't think he's really pay, faced a a sort of a strong defensive pass rush just yet. And I think uh, I think Detroit's pass rush is kind of a top ten in the league, somewhere around that range. I think they're really going to give him trouble. I mean, he's going to be in a kind of a tough and road environment. So with that being said. Uh, I'm going to take uh, the Lions to pull off the upset. I'm going to take them plus three and a half. I think they're going to win the game uh, 24 to 20, 24 to 20, excuse me. And I think the Eagles are going to suffer their first loss of the season. Coming off the bye week, I think they're going to be a little rusty. And then the Lions defensive pass rush, I think, is going to get after Carson Wentz all day. So uh, we'll move into the second game. Uh, the Houston Texans going on the road to face off against the 4-0 Minnesota Vikings who have looked very impressive so far with the Vikings giving seven points in this game. Your take on this one? Uh, gladly here taking Minnesota negative seven. The reason for that is number one is uh, Houston's offense has not been clicking with new quarterback Brock Osweiler. DeAndre Hopkins has also been a big disappointment. In the se- this season so far to fantasy owners uh, especially and Minnesota has only been giving up about 13 or 14 points if I'm correct uh, 12 and a half sorry average this season so I'm taking Minnesota to win 20 to 10 okay I mean this is uh this is kind of a lot of points to be giving for Minnesota I, I definitely think they're gonna win the game I don't think they're gonna cover the, the seven points so, I mean, with that, I think the Texans, I mean, the offense, uh, we can all agree, is disappointing. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins has not been performing up to his, his level. Will Fuller, the rookie for them, has looked pretty good. But uh, I think the Vikings defense is uh, looking very scary. It's looking like one of those historic-type defenses, so far at least. So, uh, with that being said, uh, I'll take the... Texans plus seven, but I'm going to take the Vikings to win the game. I think they're going to win win the game 24 to 18. I think they're going to just fall short of uh, covering the seven points, but it's going to be mostly a defensive battle this one, and I'm going to pick them to win 24 to 18, but the Texans to cover the seven-point spread. And with that, we'll move into another uh, high-spread game. We have the New York Jets looking very bad so far this season, 
going on the road, traveling to Heinz Field in Pittsburgh to take on the one of the best offensive league, teams in the league in the Steelers. And we got Pittsburgh giving seven and a half points in this one. Uh, what do you think about this one? Uh, yeah, I'm going with New York on this one. Uh, Pittsburgh is coming off a great week versus Kansas City. And I just like the Jets. Their defense is underrated, even with Revis out. Actually, I don't think they're underrated, but I think everyone's jumping on the Steelers' bandwagon. The Steelers will win this game, but they won't cover. 28-24. It'll be high scoring. Okay, yeah. The Jets' defense, uh, I mean, their pass rush is really good. Uh, their corners, I, I don't think, are as strong as they used to be. And I think that's going to spell a lot of trouble for them in, in this game. I mean, Pittsburgh has one of the best air attacks in the league with uh, Ben Roethlisberger throwing to Antonio Brown. Eli Rhodes getting, getting in the mix. I mean, Le'Veon Bell back from the injury looks strong. Uh this is a lot of points to give, but uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna swallow the seven and a half points on Pittsburgh. I think I'm, I think they're gonna win probably by two touchdowns. I'm gonna take them to win thirty five to twenty one, and I think they're gonna go move to four and one and continue their winning ways. So uh, we'll move into the fourth game in the slate of this week's scorching six. Uh, we got an exciting one here. Uh, we got the Cincinnati Bengals going to Jerry World in Dallas to take on the Cowboys. The Bengals are laying two points. What do you think about this one? Uh, gladly taking the Bengals here. Uh, the Cowboys, yeah, have looked good this season. Dak has looked amazing. And also the rookie Ezekiel Elliott has looked good. But they really haven't beat anyone impressive. And they've only played one okay defense, which was... Week one against the Giants, which they lost. The other teams they played were the Redskins, who have an awful defense, the Bears, who have an awful defense, and 49ers, who have an awful defense. And the Cincinnati Bengals have a great defense. Also, Vontez Perfect returned last week, which is a big addition. I got 28-24 Bengals. Okay, yeah, this one, I mean, it's really... a kind of a toss-up for me you can kind of go either way with it the line started uh, early in the week as an even line so I mean I, it's really tough to kind of figure where I'm going with this one because the Bengals are very Jekyll and Hyde type team you don't know what you're going to get from them week to week they look they could be one of the they're a really good team they're a very talented team on one end they could be one of the best teams in the entire AFC but on the other end of the spectrum they could be a big disappointment in this entire season. And then the Cowboys, without Tony Romo, who I believe is a big part of their offense, have uh, had some early season success. Most You can mainly argue that they should be 4-0, considering that they should have won the game against the Giants in the season opener, for if not for some stupid mistakes. But also, like you mentioned, they've had a very uh, softball-type schedule so far. They haven't really played a, a talented team up to that up to the par of the Cincinnati Bengals. Great defense, uh, lots of op- weapons on offense with Andy Dalton and AJ Green. So, uh, with that, all that being said, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on this one. I'm going to take Cincinnati minus two. And, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I I think uh, the Cowboys are going to put up some points though. So I said twenty-four. Okay, yeah, I mean. 
I think I'm going to go uh, thir Bengals 31, uh, Cowboys uh, 27. Okay, then, let's go to the next game. Okay, cool. Uh, next game we're going to get to, uh, got the Buffalo Bills, hard-nosed defense, uh, coming off two straight wins, traveling all the way across the country to L.A. to take on the 3-1 and NFC West-leading Los Angeles Rams. And we got an even pick em line in this one. Uh, what do you think about this one? I'm going with the Bills here. I mean, the Rams are hot, but uh, I still like Buffalo. Uh, neither defense is great, but they're both good. And I just like Buffalo's offense better with Tyrod Taylor, even with Sammy Watkins out. Robert Woods has stepped up last week, and LaShawn McCoy. Also, Todd Gurley has not been doing much this season. Okay, so uh, for this one, uh, like like you mentioned, both the hard-nosed defensive teams, uh, both very pedestrian offensive teams. They don't really have any, neither one really has an air attack. Mediocre quarterback play for both. Uh, running back play is, should be better for the Rams. Uh, as you mentioned, Todd Gurley has been very rusty to start the season in the first quarter of the season for them. The Bills, I mean, they've looked pretty impressive. I mean, they beat... Uh, the last two weeks, at least, they beat the the Cardinals pretty pretty handily, thirty to thirteen, and they beat uh, the Patriots last week. They shut them out, sixteen to nothing. And uh, I mean, they've looked uh, very good the last two games, and then the Rams as well. I mean, they beat the, they beat the Seahawks, who are three and one this season. They beat the Cardinals last week in uh, in Glendale, Arizona, and. They've looked very terrible, I guess, the first week. I mean, against the against the uh, 49ers, who are absolutely awful so far in their first five games. But uh, with that being said, uh, it's really tough, but I'm going to lean towards the home team in this one. The Bills are traveling all the way across the country. I mean, it's going to be uh, a later start for them than they're usually, I guess, accustomed to. But uh, so with that being said, I'm gonna take the uh, Rams to win the win this game. I think they win this one. It's gonna be like a defensive type battle. I think they win this one like 17 to 14, and it's not gonna be very much offense. It's gonna be really tough to watch. But uh, I'm gonna take the Rams 17 to 14. So with that, we'll move into our sixth and final game, the Scorching Six for week week five. This is a California battle, AFC West rivalry. San Diego going traveling north to the Oco Coliseum to face off against the three and one Oakland Raiders. I uh, got the Raiders laying three and a half points in this one. What do you think about this one? Uh, I'm going with the Raiders here. Uh, the San Diego Chargers have just had so many blows to the season. Uh, Keenan Allen going out first week, then Danny Woodhead, and now recently their top cornerback Verrett has went out for the season. Yeah, they give up a lot of points. This is going to be a shootout. Expect a big game from Amari Cooper, breakout game of the year. And I'm going with Chargers, uh, excuse me, Raiders 34, Chargers 27. All right. Uh, without first going into some analysis, I'm going to agree with you. I, I'm going to take the Raiders minus three and a half. Uh, San Diego, it seems like... Uh, if not for them choking away some games, could be have a much better record. But they uh, seem like their defense 
does seems like they can't really stop anybody and the Raiders offense looks to be very potent so far in their first four games. Derek young quarterback Derek Carr, of course the running back Latavius Murray and their star wide receiver Amari Cooper and then veteran wide receiver for them Michael Crabtree, three touchdown catches last week has uh looked very good so far. So uh just a lot of offensive weapons for them and I think that's going to be too much to handle for the Chargers who have been very mediocre and Mike McCoy if he's not on the hot seat I don't know any other coach in the league that should be on the hot seat more than him and I don't know what the Chargers are doing I mean he's been wore out his welcome a very long I mean I think he should be gone immediately probably in the next two games if at the worst case and with that being said Raiders minus three and a half I'm going to take them uh 35 to 21, 35 to 24, excuse me. And I think they're going to move to 4 and 1 and challenge probably Denver in that division. So, with that being said, uh, I know we got through our scorching six, but we talked about the most disappointing team so far. Probably the Panthers is one of them. Do you think they get their second win on Monday Night Football against the Buccaneers? No, I think Tampa Bay wins and Jameis wins. Winston has a big game. Okay, we'll see. I mean, Cam, I mean, with Cam being out, that's really going to be tough. But uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It's going to be really tough for them. But we'll definitely wait and see on that one. So with that being said, we got through our scorching six. And I'll look forward to seeing all of you guys next week. Thank you for listening. And uh, Risha, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. See, see you again soon.